There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, it's new, man. It's all new. That's all I have to say. Weather looks, uh, well, it looks pretty good. Patchy fog, mainly cloudy with sunny breaks at times. A sprinkle is possible, but a high of 60 tonight. Probably cloudy fog forming toward Friday morning. A low of 44 on Friday. Areas of fog, partial sunshine. 65 tomorrow. Uh, 57 Saturday and 58 on Sunday. Looks really, really nice uh, today, tomorrow, Friday and Saturday. Well, yeah, today, tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday. What? I'm sorry, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany wasn't giving me enough of a reaction to me wearing her headphones, which aren't even plugged what? in, by the way, so I can't hear anything you're saying, Brittany. How did you what? not even notice that? So I started I just... to play with the headphones, and the look on her face was... I was like, why are they giggling? I'm just sitting here listening to you do the weather, and all of a sudden I realized, sabotage. Yeah, they're very comfortable. I know they are. Actually, you should try them. You should plug them in. They're really comfy. No, Forget it. What if he gets okay. like earwax and all that stuff? Yeah. I mean, I have, have never ever been on a show where people are so distracted in my entire life. That was Tevin's fault. I know I was it was. Listening. His Sorry. timing was horrendous. Sorry. Thank you. Distraction. That's all I'm saying. Nothing but distraction. It's you, you suffer from youth. That's the problem. Well, I also, I really wanted to know the weather, and now I'll never know. No, I'll do it again, because just because that pill ruined it. (laughs) Uh, I mean... No, today, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday look really nice with highs between uh, 65 and 57. Really, really nice weather. It's partly cloudy and 48 right now. So, lots of stuff to talk about this morning. Um, I do think we must have picked up a lot of listeners, because we've been talking about this now for, oh, about three weeks. Maybe it's time for everybody to back the F off and try to get along. I think that's what we're seeing with this uh, House election. Although the Star Tribune just had to take that uh, political shot at it. Uh, I don't know why. They just can't let it go. It would be. It says the House Speaker's race hits an impasse as defeated GOP Representative Jim Jordan wants to try again. Well, it looks as though they don't want him in there. And then you got Republican Pete Stauber. Again, Republican, uh, votes against Republican Speaker nominee Jim Jordan. So they must have been listening to this, the Tom Bernard Morning Show, because we've been telling them to do that now for, what, about three weeks? Yeah, you're welcome. We should be on a payroll. We should be on a payroll. You have to work together. This is not your life and your success. You are there to work for the people. So get your head out of your ass, both of you the Republicans and the Democrats, start moving to the middle so we could all teach the youth of America that we're not a bunch of flaming assholes. Could you imagine what we look like to, like, 10- and 12-year-olds? Like, Jesus. Yeah, like, we look like we have no idea what we're doing and just essentially winging it with our heads up our asses. So, again, uh, we predicted uh, there'd be some tough times. Didn't predict a war breaking up, but tough times in the Middle East as soon as... And if anybody believes that they actually didn't cash that $6 billion, oh, it's still being held. No, it's not. <laughs> lying sack. That, that shit was spent the second it cleared the bank account. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, give me a break. But, yeah, we predicted that would, that there was going to be turbulence in the Middle East. We also predict that this is not going to work unless we move toward the middle. We need to be at the middle. We don't need to be far right or far left. We don't need that bullshit anymore. It's not about you. It's about the people of America. So why don't we work together? 
to be a much better place. I know it happens all the time. We were, I was talking to Doug Sprinthal last night about this, and he said, Tom, don't forget the 1960s. And I said, yeah, I understand exactly what you mean. And that was really bad because not only was there a lot of turmoil in the streets and buildings being burned down and people protesting, but what did they kill? Like four or five national figures shot them to death that year, or last, those couple of years, I should say. But I really... For the first time in a long time, I, I read the headlines this morning, and I feel kind of good about it. Maybe, do you think maybe they finally do realize, hey, we're here to serve the people, so why don't we serve the people by moving toward one another instead of further away from one another? Yeah. And I mean that by Republicans and Democrats. It's, Jesus, it's such a simple answer. Representative Pete Stauber breaks from GOP, votes against Republican Speaker nominee Jim Jordan, as I just said. I think it's great. If he's too severe, then you got to go away. we got to find somebody pretty even keel that can work with other people. Uh, you know, giving money. Seriously, this all started several, well, it all started several thousand years ago, I guess. But I would like to ask these protesters on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I'm going to ask you. All you people over at the NYU, over at, uh, was it the University of Minnesota that had the protests? Or where were where the protests here? Because there were protests. Um, I know there were protesters, I believe, on the Capitol. The Capitol, that's for, what Yeah, it, for yep, a ceasefire. Right. Good. Um, ceasefire is good. But yeah, so that, but that's the primary area where I've heard there's protesting going on. And that's, that's good protesting. It's like, let's get a ceasefire going here. Right, because I feel yeah. like you need a ceasefire to kind of sort out what the hell is exactly yeah. going on. Because it's a lot of, I mean, it's not great on either side of no, the no, arguments. And no. so it's like, yeah, let's just get everybody to calm down for five minutes. Let's see if we can hash this out and start to move forward. I mean, didn't these people grow up with anybody saying, hey, you know, that's probably not a real good idea? I, I just really wish that people, oh, we got to destroy Israel. No, we got to destroy uh, Hamas. We got to destroy Palestine. We got to. You have no idea what the hell. I would like to sit down and, and ask them, okay, there are five major points on both of those sides. Mm-hmm. What are they? I right. guarantee you they wouldn't know. No, and because it's. Everybody reacts or needs to react right away. That's how everybody feels. So when yeah. Hamas first attacked, it was, well, Hamas and Palestine are terrible, poor Israel. And then more information started coming out about, you know, the living conditions that were in the Gaza Strip. And then right. people were like, well, well, right. maybe, you know, so it's like you, once you get the full story or get some facts, like then you can make an opinion. Like, Time I don't to meet in the why, middle. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. why people are so quick to just jump one side or the other. You want to know why? Why? Because I'll tell you why in the protesters. About 98% of those guys are trying to get laid. <laughs> they're definitely, they're definitely. Am I lying? There definitely are those. Oh, like, when, oh yeah. During the George Floyd oh, yeah. protests, like just being in the crowd, like you could see like who was there protesting because they were like, oh, I yeah. believe in this. And then there were other people that were like, I'm just here to get my selfie at the front of the line. <laughs> yep. Or I yeah. think that that girl over there is very cute. And so I'm going to walk next to her. There you go. Yep. It's always about that singular person now. More me now. Mm. It's all about me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I would love to just line up. Uh, and I don't want to bring him in studio because we don't have a metal detector. So you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I shouldn't have said that. We're getting a metal detector put in today. Yes. But I would like to ask them, you, tell me the top five things on both sides. They have no idea what the hell they're talking no. about. No, and it would probably None. end in an argument because yep. once oh, they yeah. realize, like, Oh, I have to actually like back up my position with facts and thoughts and ideas that have been verified and not just seen on TikTok. Well, yep. now I, that might be a problem. There was a guy this morning on, I think it was on CNN. And by the way, these national news anchors are the worst they've ever been. You can tell by the way they're saying it, they've been told what to say. And here's what I think if we do enter into this a day longer, like you're reading that off a teleprompter you puke so we need to get look this is not all about making this whole thing is about money you know it's all about money uh so maybe you should get off your ass and go make your own money and live your life and be happy uh like i said i'm i'm a very happy guy i'm around a bunch of really good people not you guys but really good people the rest of the day obviously you know but I do like the fact that uh, people like Pete Stauber are stepping up and going, you know what, I, it's too, it's, he's, Jim Jordan's too extreme for him. Good. We don't need that extreme BS. But let's jump on the other side. They won't admit they're too extreme, but they're going to have to sooner or later because they're very extreme as well. 
So yeah. all of you shut up and serve the people or we're coming down there. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, we have afternoons open. We do. So. We'll go over the <laughs> afternoon. We'll be hanging out. And we'll I'll bring over. a crying baby. So I'll go welcome. to White Castle out in Central Avenue on the way over and pick up some chow. It'll be phenomenal. Honestly, we should do this just for fun. Like throw yeah, down a blanket, hang out, all of us. <laughs> we'll make it a bit. <laughs> and just have it completely, completely wrong. Why are you here, sir? They need to free uh, Columbia. Yeah, well, sorry, pal. You're in the wrong <laughs> continent, actually. Because <laughs> I know most people don't have a clue. I am encouraged by seeing that what Pete Stauber did, uh, what the House needs to understand, because this guy's not going to win. I don't know a, a lot about people like Jim Jordan or what was the last guy, Eugene McCarthy? What was his name? Kevin. McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, Eugene was the other guy. Met about when I was a kid. Okay. He was a United States senator, I think. Maybe he's a representative. I don't remember. Okay. But in any case, it, 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 the biggest mistake, of course, was giving the $6 billion to Iran. That was a stupid, horrible mistake. And it should never have been allowed because uh, that money's now being used against, you know, people. People are being killed because of that. Um, I just calm down. Just do your job. Everybody do your job. Calm down. Everything will be good. Uh, I tried to watch Goosebumps last night, but it's too young for me. Can't do it. It's little kids pissing and moaning about ghosts and stuff. I'm like, oh, God. Grow up. It's just a ghost. Exactly. It's only a ghost. Who cares? Uh, I think, so two things. I think we do understand that we need to come together. This being far, far apart is not going to work. And I do agree. Well, the one thing I do agree with both the Democrats and the Republicans, you should never allow a sports reporter to be in the government. Oh, wait a minute. Judd's here. I didn't see you up no, on no, the No, no, you're right. No, I would agree with you completely, though. See, that's the thing, is I'd be like, yeah, damn right you should. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd, I'd vote Judd me? Speaker of the House. Judd no. Speaker. Oh, I like God. it. Politics are not for me, guys. Politics are not for me. Never have been. I, I, I much prefer sports. Sports but, don't sports don't cause hate. Politics cause hate. Oh, sports I don't know about passion. that. <clears throat> you mean like fist fights in the stands? That kind of oh, passion? God. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. Well, that's more to do with that. Imagine if you allowed people to go watch like Congress and sold oh, God. beer oh, God. and, oh. and hard al- alcohol and got them all liquored up. You, do you know the fights that you would oh, have in yes. the quote unquote stands there? You are correct. Be worse than a soccer game. Oh my God! It would be yeah. Riot would not begin to describe it, would it? Can you you know? And for yeah, this bill, true. get your beer here. Get your beer. Yep, get your hot, hot dogs dog. and beer. Although you know, you know, one of the disappointing things post-pandemic about the twins, and I think this is not uncommon. One of the most disappointing things is they stopped, and and Tom saw this when he went to the playoff game. They have stopped selling beer and like peanuts and hot dogs with vendors in the stands. Yeah, I did notice that. There wasn't anybody walking around yelling, get your popcorn Mm-mm. or anything like Mm-mm. that. Nobody's passing six hot dogs down to the family in the middle <laughs> of the row. Yeah. You guys just gave me a wonderful memory. 1977, I think, was the first year I had uh, season tickets for the Twins. Mm-hmm. I go to the game. There was a man who was about 90 years old, and he would walk around behind the plate. You know, that, that whole section from... You know, I suppose, I don't know how many feet it would be, but whatever's behind the cage, behind the plate, right? Mm -hmm. And he would wander that area, and he would go, popcorn, got fresh pop. Matter of fact, it's so fresh, I just made it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Lion sackish. (laughs) He was just wonderful. And then Brock Abrello was invented by, uh, by, uh, what was Brock's first name again? Brock... What the hell was this the guy? The Brock umbrella, you know, the umbrella you put on your noggin. He's mm-hmm. a baseball player that invented it. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Maybe oh, somebody I didn't could know look at that. Yeah, a, a baseball player invented it. Brock, not Brock Lesnar. I know that. That's different. We got we got folks running to the Google right now, Tom. I can see yep, Kevin and AJ working. I think furiously. they are. It's a race. But there was a legendary also beer oh. sale. This what? one says Ray Kroc. 
Ray Kroc. Ray Kroc is the McDonald's oh, guy. Oh, Lou Brock, sorry. Lou, yeah, Lou Brock. Lou Brock. Lou Brock. Why do they put Ray Kroc's Ray name Kroc? in like, well, they, That's what the first name in here when I typed in who invented it. They go, <laughs> Ray Kroc didn't invent McDonald's, but revolutionized it. But Lou Brock did. You know what we got to do? What's that? We got to call Lou Brock today and go, Listen, we just want to call and tell you what a great job you're doing at McDonald's. Love those cheeseburgers, my man. Love your cheeseburger. Yeah, Lou Brock. That Lou call, Brock. I got bad news. That's going to be a real long-distance call. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is, it looks isn't it? looks like he uh, passed away September He's 6, dead. 2020. Uh, it's only a few years. He's probably still got some flesh on him. I didn't know that, Tom. Also. Lou Brock, huh? Yeah, Lou Brock invented the Brock umbrella. Yep. And uh, you know you can't say black people never did anything for you because that is a black man that invented that. Uh, I never wore one. You still have I done was... nothing for me. Yeah, Devin. How many times have you seen us rock a Brock umbrella? No, rock a Brock umbrella. I like that. I might. I might have to get one and wear one on the show just to pay respects I to love uh, it. a fallen brother. I love it. But a legendary. <laughs> yes, let's see that, Devin. I would love that. <laughs> I will. I will. Boy. Yes, I will fully endorse it. I'd love to see. I'd love to come on one day and. Uh, AJ brings me up on the screen, and you're you've got the Brockabella on. That'd be great. That's hard to say, by the way. I'm rocking a Brockabella. It's very hard to say. Also, hands free though, so that's hands nice. free. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's very very true. But yeah, I'd like if somebody knows if they could just email us and you want to call in or whatever. Who was the legendary beer sales guy that always wore a Brockabella? He was a black man in America today. Just a great guy, but I cannot. It was so long ago. I mean, it was literally 50 years ago. Was it? Hey Tom, was it by chance? And I don't know, know this, but I know that one of the the most famous person that worked out there, I think, selling beer was a guy by the name of I want to say it was Maceo Breedlove. That's I, him. I apologize. You who are correct. The, who who had played in the Negro Leagues? Yeah, he did. How about that? Well, they wouldn't change the name. That's why he quit. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Yeah. Anyway, that went nowhere. Ah, uh, moving forward. No, it was. That's exactly who it was. Maceo Breedlove, just a great guy. Did you ever get to meet Maceo? I no, I didn't. I've just read the stories God, about the fact guy. that here was this guy that played, you know, baseball, and he was at the at the end. He was, I think, selling beer at the Met. Yeah, he was absolutely, and he would wear a Brock umbrella every time he came out there. Really, just a really, really nice man. We miss you, Maceo. We can't. Maceo can't still be with us. He was about eighty then, for Christ's no, sake. No, I'm sure. Be about one hundred and thirty years old now. I would imagine. I'm sure he's not. But the twins have got. The twins don't have. He, the Wally the Beer Man job is gone now. That's yeah, it is. Sad. I always liked him too. He's a good guy too. Wally the Beer Man. Yeah, poor guy got pinched for selling to un underagers, right? Yeah. Did he? What did he? Yeah, the yeah, article that I'm looking at right now says he was found not guilty, but his co-defendant was guilty. Oh. Hmm. Well, there you have it. What according do you think of that? Actually, according to the Pioneer Press, that was like my entire childhood. My yeah, buddy was found guilty. Wally. That's okay. Just talk right over there. Nice All way right. to pay attention. It's really unbelievable. Why don't you put on an Abraca umbrella and then look down at the desk? <laughs> That'd be a good look right there. Yep, so what were you saying? What were you just saying just now? I was like, hashtag free Wally. Let's, I, I'm fine with him accidentally selling to minors. I don't feel like that's... I'm, but he didn't do it. I know. It's like, let's get him back in. Uh, <laughs> he'd be what, about 90 now? Bad Can you problem. guys imagine, though, like through the through the course of professional sports and especially baseball, if you are hawking beer, so you're like you're you're literally carrying that tray of beer up mm -hmm. and down the stairs, right? Yep. How many miners were sold to, and how little we care about it? Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. like, can you? Can you imagine IDing like it's a hot summer day and you're trying to sell as much beer as possible and you're <laughs> supposed to ID every guy, every person? No. Yeah, it'd be tough. And I know for a lot of like the hot dog vendors, uh, maybe it's changed, but they have to like pay for those ahead of time out of pocket and then Oh, really? And then what? like yeah, this is this is what they do at Wrigley Field or at least they used to do. So they would pay like $200 for like their their tin of hot dogs. And if they don't sell all those hot dogs, they come out negative for the day. Like oh. They buy them ahead of time from Wrigley Field, and then they're walking up and down selling them. So it's more like it's on you to make a profit for the day. Oh, I always assumed that it was like the employee of the stadium. Like, hey, you're getting paid whatever hourly. We're just going to load you right. up with some hot dogs. Whatever you don't sell, you bring back, and we retry it again with the next round. No, and that was – and that's – 
that's just Wrigley Field. I don't know okay. if that's the same right. for other places. And this, right. the, I, that was on like a undercover boss like a decade ago, where the the entire ownership family for the Cubs like was going underneath and like doing the mm. kind of nitty gritty jobs. And so that's how I learned about that, which was shocking to me. Yeah, could you imagine like it's the end of the game and you thought you could get off the last two hundred dollars worth of hot dogs, and now you're just stuck there. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm just gonna eat twenty seven hot dogs now because. I yeah, bought what, them. What would you do with them? Just throw them away? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of weird. I don't know. I'd stand out on the street corner and try and sell them for yeah, five that's, bucks. That's true. I'm not taking I wouldn't take the job. No. Yeah, yeah that too. No, that's it. <laughs> like, if you're going to make me buy, like, if I need, no, I just wouldn't take the job. <laughs> I don't think the twins had that. Like, I'm pretty sure that you just worked for the, you know, worked for the vending service, but mm. that's incredible. Yeah, I would no, have to I'd agree with that. Sure. I don't think they'd, they'd allow that in Minnesota. They're, they're, it's too hard to collect taxes if they do it that way. And that's all Minnesota gives a rat's ass about is collecting taxes. So there you that's go. That's actually probably true, yeah. It Point. is true, absolutely. Yep. be too true. hard to collect the taxes. So in any case, what's happening in the world? I, didn't, I, I know that uh, Houston had a big lead when I went to bed last night. They, they held on. We now have a series that actually looks like it could be competitive, thank God, since the Phillies are blowing the drawers off the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Um, the Astros won, and so that's two to one now. Texas and Texas, I hadn't even thought about this prior to uh, last night. Had been seven and zero in the playoffs. They hadn't lost a playoff yeah. game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean that's pretty amazing. Seven and zero. They were kicking everybody's ass, and they probably still win the series. I would think, but who knows? They could come storming back. Yeah, it's it, interesting in that series in particular that we have not had a uh, home team win yet because Houston oh, yeah. lost the first two at home and then Texas <laughs> went, went home probably thinking oh we're gonna go three nothing it's gonna be great Max Scherzer starting and then they lost so yeah I just as we talked about uh, yesterday I'd really like to see a competitive series from one of these because so far up until last night it had just been you know and especially in the National League an ass kicking so yeah it's absolutely true. So you got you got Philly and either Texas or Houston. That's still going to be a hell of a World Series, I would think. Yes, although there's all, there's one problem I will always have. I've decided to my dying day, and it's this. I'm never going to get used to the Houston Astros as long as they've been now in the American League, being yeah. in the American League. I couldn't I'm agree with you more. I'm always thinking to myself, yeah, nah. and I don't know why. You know, when, when Milwaukee moved, it didn't take me long to get my head around that one. But Houston, I every time I think of them, I still think of them as a National League team. Okay, we're gonna a little little quiz for the young folks on the show today, Judd. Mm-hmm. That's not their original name. What's the original Houston baseball team's name? Are they the Forty Fives? The Colt Forty Fives? Very good. Way to go, God, I'm so, How did you know that? Um, because I. I heard that once, and I was like, I need a hat, or I need something. That's an, well, the Cole 45. It's just an amazing yeah. name. So, it is yeah. a great name. But I Joe think, Morgan. Yes. As a yep. Cole 45. God, the Houston Colt 45. You named not only your team after a weapon, but a very distinct weapon. See, well, <laughs> See I would have thought they were named after the malt beverage. Well, that too, yes. Exactly. But it's perfect, right? Because it's Texas. It oh, is. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Like it, and and they, they did not – now. One thing is they did not change their name because of political correctness. They changed it because they moved to the Astrodome. Yes, right. And the Astrodome at that time, a dome stadium was such a, a incredible thing to build called, uh, that they changed their name to the Astros based on that. Yep. Unlike the, one of the worst name changes, in my opinion, of all time, which was dr- driven by political correctness, the Washington Bullets becoming the... Washington Wizards. The Wizards. Washington has some terrible names for their teams, don't they? Yeah. The but, Commanders, really? Yeah, yeah, which might change again. Oh, really? Which might change again. Why? Yes. They don't like it? Well, because they got um, new ownership. No, right? Everyone hates it. It's a terrible name. Oh, they got new ownership? Yeah, because I believe it's because of the new ownership. They're potentially going to find a new name. Isn't it like Magic Johnson and a bunch of other people that now own the team? Yeah, yeah I think Magic Johnson's a very minority owner in the team, but okay. he's just the most notable name gotcha. out of the group. Who's that? Josh Harris, who owns the oh, okay. Sixers and the Devils, bought him for $6 billion. God, I offered him 5.9. Damn it, I just ah. got beat out. Not, not enough. You got to go <laughs> 6.1. You got to go 
I called Joe Biden and said, can I have $6 billion just like Iran? Yeah, can you like, re- rewrote that <laughs> uh, <on> the Thomas <laughs> money? Can you change Can you change that by a digit and reroute it to my bank account? <laughs> uh, well, that wouldn't be all bad, would it? Uh, no, be no, just it'd fine. be fine. Just, uh, whatever, whatever works. So do you think that Houston is going to make a make a big run at it now? They're the defending World Series champion, yeah, yeah. and they are they are a resilient team, so I would not be surprised. Should be a good World Series then, I would think, no matter who wins it. Yes, yes, because I think that I don't think anyone, I don't think the Diamondbacks have a chance in hell. They might win a game, but I don't think that they have a chance to come back. So the Phillies and Texas or the Phillies and, and the Astros would be fun. What if it turns yeah, out this whole thing in Gaza is all based on the fact that somebody picked the Twins to go to the World Series, and that's why the fight broke out. What do you think? It, it could be based solely around Minnesota sports. Yeah, exactly. all of your sports in Minnesota. I'm a Vikings fan. All oh, those are fighting words. <laughs> ah, Christ, what do you got, like 5,000 dead? You got to try to find a little lightheartedness somehow because it's way too tragic to focus on. No doubt about it. But uh, God bless all you people. There, there are several people in Minnesota. There are several Jews in Minnesota who still have relatives over there. Sure. Their children, their grandchildren, their mothers, their fathers. That scares the piss out of you. I, I can't even believe how that would feel. I can't picture that. Oh, it, yeah. It would be absolutely torture. It would be awful. Brittany, where's I mean, Gogo? Well, she's in Palestine right now. Oh, God. We have to stop with this. <laughs> we can't even go any further. On a nice pivot, we did get uh, some insider information about the uh, thing we were talking about from Jill. Do you want to hear it? What thing we were talking about? Um, the way that they sell at Target Field. Oh, for, oh uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jill wrote, hi, I used to work at Target Field for the Twins, and it wasn't like that Wrigley Field did. So it wasn't like what Wrigley Oh, okay. Field yeah, was. I didn't think it would be. Well, that's good news. We worked hourly and for tips. Happy Friday. I love you guys, especially Brittany. She's the glue. Don't add that bullshit at the end. Also, I know she's lying because she said Ooh. happy Friday and it's only Thursday. It's Thursday. So, yeah. yeah, so good, so good she, nice run, sister. Yep. If you're going to lie to us, at least know yeah. what day it is. Yep. She wrote happy Friday, so maybe she feels like me. She just doesn't know. That's why we get along. Right. We she, both yeah, know. She, is it Friday? She had a couple mimosas this morning, and so that's why she thinks Brittany's doing a good job. Yeah, Thanks, Jill. That's exactly right. She's optimistic. <laughs> that's what I mean. she's, she's like, screw Thursday. You know, she's just getting ahead of it. Yeah. Just make it Friday. Then. Okay. I, I totally get it. Jill. Yep. Totally get it. Judd, before you go, i got to tell you the story. I'm driving in. I live kind of yeah. by 169 and 62, kind of that area, that area there. So I drive 100 north to get to the studio here. There was a guy in front of me the whole trip whose left two tires were on the far right lane, and his right two tires had crossed the solid white line, so he was driving two tires on the road and two tires on the pullover the whole way here. It's like, what and, the hell are you doing? Oh, that sounds to me like some somebody who took Wednesday evening into Thursday morning. Well, well, well I think so. I, I, the guy had to have been hammered. He had to have been. You think? You know, that could be a guy that you know. Let's say he drank till like three or four. Yeah. And then had and then had yep. to get up. And, and I think there's this assumption. Well, well, I slept a little bit, so I can't still be drunk. There, yeah. There you go. I wonder if we had that. Like, there's no way that you could do it for that long without no, something no. being off. No, you're absolutely right, because he didn't even waver. He was right down the middle of that white line, was right down the middle of his hood. It's like, well, what? you know what they say, Tom. Pick a lane. He picked a lane and just stuck to it. <laughs> he did indeed. Yeah. All right, Palomino, we will talk to you next week. Sounds good, everybody. See Thanks you. Have a great day. Judd Zolgad, Score North. What more could you ask for? We'll be right back. Speaking of talent from Hubbard, Chris Eggert is up right after this. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. They always have. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first, which we love, of course, at our house. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE-certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed. 
nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a new service call. To get you going again is what I'm talking about. Go to SabreHeating.com. That is S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. What do you think of that action, Buster? Right on the nose. I went for my little stroll. I'm very happy about that. I get a 60-second walk-in. What was that? There's a big noise. It just went... I'm not sure. It was a digital thing. No big deal. It's probably Britney blowing up. Probably. Is that what it is? You all have helped uh, my, uh, support my pillow. You've all helped support my pillow and their employees, the most important part there. In these tough economic times, Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most mo- um, like popular stuff. Most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news: the My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price of seventy-nine ninety-eight, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only thirty-nine ninety-nine with promo code Tom. That's a fifty percent savings. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back and we are with Chris Eger, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. So Chrissy, what's happening? None. What's up with you? I watched your uh, 6.30 report this morning, which I liked. I don't like the fact that you segue to national news, though. You should refuse to do that and say, we're much better than they are, and just refuse well, to switch. Well, I don't know that we have a choice, but we do have local news on. I from, said you do. From 7 to 9 uh, over on the, uh, the sub-tier channel. Hey, where the hell's Hannah been? I see her on TV that she doesn't say hello anymore. Disaster. Well, she's here. In fact... There she is. Hannah, are you married to an Italian guy? No. Oh, I thought that's for sure what it was. Hey, stop talking to that Bernard guy. I'm telling you. (laughs) You're going to end up with cement shoes there, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) My my, my 
um, and I don't know why this made me think of it. He, he does go to New York a lot for work. And I'm like, we, I, I need to come with you one of these times See? to New York City. And we need to bring the baby. Because his first word has to come out in a Brooklyn accent. So we have to, <laughs> we have to get him there and get his accent there and then bring him back here. I think that's wonderful. Well, you yeah. do know, what's your heritage? So I am mostly Norwegian and German. However, I'm a quarter Vietnamese. There you because you do look yes. Italian. You look you look yes. very Italian. Yes. I, I or I get like Hispanic, Latino. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. see that too. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a cool mix. So, so you're German yeah. and German and what? Norwegian and Norwegian. Vietnamese. A bunch of different things. Because yeah. I'm German and English, which was not good because every time my father's family and my mother's family get together was not very often because my my father was English and my mother was German, and they had a problem during World War II, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's like, whoa. <clears throat> the Germans and the, the English didn't get along too well in World War II, so, yeah, I remember it was very uncomfortable, actually. Um, so just before you get, Hannah, I know you got to go, but what's it like having to carry Chris for, like, an entire show? Oh, my goodness, no. I feel like Chris carries me. Oh, no, here no, we go. No, 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 no stop. Hold on. Thanks, Hannah. I'll get you that $25 later. Re re rewind and now talk a little shit about Chris. <laughs> now, now say your real answer. Yes. Exactly. Hannah, you have to tell me, uh, what milestones has Brady done recently? He tried solids for the first time last night. Ooh. Oh, my. He tried some banana. I mushed it up. Yeah, it was a big deal. He like liked the first two bites, and then he started crying and didn't, and didn't want anything after that. But what 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 food do you give them, Brittany? Nope. In the beginning? Pork chop. Oh yeah, pork Ooh, chop is a terrible yeah. option. I we oh, did a lot of that where perfect. we did purees, and they they even like just having them like gnaw on like a we did a lot of um, steam stuff, and she would gnaw on it. But yes. her favorite thing in the world is bananas, so I feel okay. like that's a perfect start but it's terrifying to give solids for the first time it is i'm like please don't choke like it was very very scary. stressful it's just, yeah yeah and so now i'm like oh man and then i'm just like seeing the grocery bills start to go up even though it's a banana but i'm like okay next is gonna want all this food <laughs> but i think we're gonna do sweet potatoes soon so. oh fun Ooh, yeah that's a good it. one yeah, Who yeah, doesn't love so. sweet potatoes? That'd be magnificent. Well, we just wanted to say hello. See how you be, because he's been hiding you from us. Okay, it's been very busy. Oh, <laughs> so I feel like I'm just out there with my camera. So hiding me. Okay, here's my impression of Hannah. You ready for my impression of Hannah? Okay. Chris Eggert is the greatest. Right. Oh, God. Right. Blink twice okay, if you're being held think... against your will and forced to say that. <laughs> I like that. I laugh from that, yeah. yeah. There's a little secret language that goes on during the newscast, that's yeah, for, sure. for sure. Secret language? What the hell's that all about? You know, we have a lot of time during commercial breaks to talk about the commercials, to talk about life, and so there's a lot of inside jokes. Oh, you know, I watch every morning. I don't think eight, nine, ten minutes of commercials in a row is all that long. <laughs> hey. Hey. You gotta make sure you get all the medicines that you need. So you need to watch that commercial break and get up to speed on all, all the Jardians and all the things that are out All there. the Jardians? What all the, the hell? Okay. Is there anything for mental health for morning show people? I, I, obviously not. Yeah, obviously not. It's true. All right. What the hell? Well, get back to work, sister. But you got to pop in more often. We haven't seen you in like a month. And then I'll come in, and you guys will be talking about something serious, or someone will be talking about something. I'm like, I don't want to walk past and interrupt anything. So when there's opportunities, I'll come back, you guys. It's just Chris. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Nobody else gives a rat's ass about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true at all. We all care deeply. Hannah, you're the best. Thank you, my dear. Bye, guys. See you in a little bit. So, Chrissy. Yo. Uh, any big, big, big news? Because I did watch your news this morning, which I like to do now. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I get up a half. I actually get up a half hour earlier just so I can get ready and watch your news. What the Yikes. hell's that? Uh, that's a lot of pressure. I don't need that kind of pressure, Tommy. Don't put that on me. Loyalty. That's, yeah. that's what it's all about. 
appreciate that. You don't find that very often in the world anymore. Loyalty? Are you kidding me? You, um, you're absolutely right about that. True. Don't start this now. Or everything I say is right. You're making it up as you go along. I'll I'll tell you if you're not. (laughs) I know you will. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I I do think, Chris, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I do think, and I don't know anything about Jim Jordan. I, I, I guess he's a pretty conservative guy and all the rest of it. And the fact that they're moving away from a speaker who is very conservative or very liberal works for me. We need to move to the middle and work for the people. That's what we need, not your personal politics. Well, you know, I heard yesterday that um, some of the Republicans have actually been planning, stacking up their no votes to stagger them. So every time there is a vote, they've got enough people to assure that he won't get it. That's correct. The, yeah. the <laughs> ones who are lining up against him. So I, I don't know. But I, I mean, that's just a it's a mess. And, and it's like you hope. The, the, the adults in the room can figure it out, and then they can't, and yeah, I know. Well, I have a question for you, because I, I haven't seen him in a long time. I used to play golf with him once in a while and talk to him, but Tom Emmer is a very middling guy, isn't he? They He was actually being thrown around he when... He should be. Um, at, when McCarthy was on his way out and before Jordan became the guy, um, Emmer was being... I, I, he said... So, I know he said something to the effect that he didn't really have interest in it. What was his, what was his, um, he had a great quote. Like, I'm not interested in palace intrigue. Yeah, that was his Ooh, quote. palace intrigue. I like yeah, it. Like, I thought it was great. That's like, a great what a smart line. thing to say. Like, basically, I don't want to get involved in all this BS drama, but yeah, I, that was good. So I, I don't know if he meant that if or, you know, if that was one of those things like, I have no intention at all to run for president. And then three days later. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I don't know, but you're definitely right. He seems that he would come from a little bit, um, a little <laughs> bit more middle ground. That's for sure. And no question about it. Matter of fact, I asked last week and I was, I don't think they thought I was serious, but I would like Tom Emmer to call in and also Dean Phillips. Cause Dean Phillips is, he stepped aside from some of his duties because he's thinking about running for president. Now these are two, very well-known Minnesotans, and I'd like to get there just to hear their personal take for a couple of minutes on the show. And the, the almost immediately after Phillips said um, he wants to, he's going to jump off of some, a couple different committees, mm-hmm. um, the, a, a candidate emerged in his district to challenge him. Oh, really? Who, who I had not, in my knowledge, hadn't been really on the, he might have been on the radar screen, but hadn't been sort of, um, really out there until I mean that was almost the next day, so you could tell oh, okay. that um, there was a, a blood in the water, for sure. No doubt about it. So I know we'll see how it all works out, but I just think you know they're uh, I, they can call into this show because there's going to be no ass kissing and there's going to be no attacking. I just want to hear what they have to say about the future of this guy because I definitely well we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks on this show. We need to move to the middle. We got to get away from this severe crap and work together for Christ's sake. Well, you're really seeing it with this situation in Israel too, and that's yeah. that's yep. just absolutely frightening because um, it people are not listening to any reason. People are they've they've picked their side, and that's the way that's got to be. And so that that's uh, I couldn't agree more. It would be great to see some middle ground in everything. You know, and they could follow my lead because I handle this very well. I handle all this stuff very even keel. When anything comes up, I go, that's right, Catherine, you're right. And then we just move on. What do you Listen, think? Somebody has to ultimately be the boss at the end of the day. And if <laughs> and that's it, Catherine, I have every confidence it's Catherine. Well, it's not me. I can promise you that. There's no question about that. That's one of the problems with marrying a really good woman. Is what are you going to do? Turn on her? No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. 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 What are you going to do? Whatever. We're always saying how great my wife is, too. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. You're she's got one. She's got one main character flaw, though, and that was marrying me. But uh, other yeah. than that, she seems to be a pretty good lady. We have the same argument there, Pally. That's all mm-hmm. I know. So any closing words, anything good uh, you want to bring up, make us happy? Uh, Hannah's going to host Minnesota Live today at 9 o'clock. What? So- 
Uh, yeah, because Megan's gone, and um, so Hannah decided to jump in last minute. So that'll be fun. I've never done that show with her, so that'll be cool. I'm going to jump on the phone and boo. It's going to be great. You'll answer the phone <laughs> and go, boo! Hannah's there, boo. What do you think? You can't boo Hannah. She's too dang nice. That's true. You can't. There's no question about it. Never seen her say a bad word <laughs> about anybody. No, she's a very, very pleasant person. We really like her. Just very like Brittany. Oh, yeah. When I talk about weird body shapes, I did notice you guys were very nicely coordinated with your jewel tones, and oh. I feel like that's going to look amazing on Minnesota Live. With jewel your tones. jewel tones? What's a jewel what the hell tone? What does that mean? You guys, I'm not going to explain. I'm not going to do a lifetime of explaining for right now. How do you not know what a jewel tone is? Talking about like vapes? Yeah. Because we oh have more God. important <laughs> stuff in our life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, how do you not? You're literally wearing a jewel tone right now, Chris. It's like a deep color, and you went so well with it. You just go heard of jewel tone. Right. You don't know what a jewel tone I is. Like I'm mortified. I feel like you I, I don't was... know because you're not explaining yourself. You guys, it's a color wheel. It's the it's like going uh, spring colored. Our jewel tones are pastels. I learned something today. Thank you, Brittany. I had no idea. Yeah, you learned to never talk to Brittany again. Right. That's what you learned. No, I, is it because it's like an emerald? Never, I had no idea. Like an yeah, emerald he's, green? He's, yeah, That's he's doing like tone? a deep green. Okay. She's doing like a deep sapphire. It's like a jewel tone. You mean green and blue? Right. Yeah, okay. All right. I say <laughs> I gave exactly f four seconds thought to what I was going to wear today. <laughs> so it's, uh, if this is a jewel tone, then... I would, killing it. I would watch that fashion show. Chris just walks into somebody's closet. Sure. Just, takes five seconds like, yeah, just throw that on. And then it works out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely right. We were just there on Saturday. I know you got to go, Chris, but I want to close with this headline. What's the modern version of a needle in a haystack? Try a lost ring in the corn pit. I saw, I saw that. I saw that in the strip today. There is a huge billboard right by the corn pit that says, do not wear jewelry in the corn pit. It will come off. Whether you think it will or not, it will come off. So oh, there are signs everywhere saying not to do that. Right. Think of all the great things you could find just by digging around in there. Chapstick, jewels, yeah. Yeah. jewel tones. Yeah, jewel yeah. tones. Jewel tones you could find. Somebody's found... vape pen. Yeah. <laughs> I had to wait till I got home to start digging around in the corn, but that was a different deal in the shower. That yeah, stuff... I know what you're talking about, and on that note, I'm going to go. Okay, we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. That was great to see Hannah. I hadn't seen Hannah in a while. I love her. I'm so excited for her that her kiddos are starting to have solids. It's, like, such a scary moment because they do this, like, thing where they'll, if it's not chewed enough, they make this choking noise. Oh, God, and they yeah. Sh shoot it forward and chew it more. But it's the scariest thing. Like, you will have that child, and you're like, do I, I'm like, oh, you know, it's so fun. I'm, she's doing great. That was so wonderful. When I turned 11, almost 12, I guess it was, almost turning 12, and I grew over to over six feet tall. I weighed 200 pounds, and my voice dropped down here when mm -hmm. I was like 11, 11 and a half, 12, something like that. And people honestly got, so did you, did you cough a lot when you were a little kid? Did, were you, did you choke on something as a baby? I said, well, because of the gruff tone of my voice? I did, that, that would do some damage to make it sound like this, don't you think? Yeah, could you mm. imagine if you were a smoker on top of it? Oh, if I smoked, literally. Hey, let me tell you something. It'd be unbelievable. It'd be Barry White and me. Yeah. That's what it would be. I've yep. heard people say. You guys know Barry White? Yeah. Barry White was a great singer, R&B mm. singer back in the day. I ran into him at the uh, Chicago airport once. He's walking along. He's got on a fur coat and a top hat. Just real cash. Now, this guy weighed about, what, four, 450, something like He's that? He's not small. He was not a small man. He's walking along, gigantic man walking along, and <laughs> he's got two women on his left arm and one on his right arm. Dang. <laughs> Barry, you're doing okay, Pally. Yeah, I've heard people say he does that a lot, apparently. All right, we do have to take a break because we've got to get back on track here, which will get taken care of right now, don't you think? You yep. think it's prudent? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You feel Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Yep. 
You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust to get results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. That's a great thing. Do yourself a favor. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. And tell him his guy, Tom, sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years. But I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Look at that direction, a little floor direction. What do you think? I mean, who's on more of a connection right now than this show? No, nobody. Nobody. It's just a given. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I am a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, and brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs, in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling, only to gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like, which is a big deal. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. Great job, Elizabeth. I am, and I mean this, so happy to hear about your success. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off at work, get a babysitter for the kids, any of that stuff. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff, which I think is a brilliant move. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it's a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. Let them know that Tom sent you.